Welcome in to your Monday edition of the Matt and B Show. What about you, Matt? Been waiting a couple of days to get this one going. Uh, can't wait to bring you another good episode. Um, how's your weekend, brother? It's good. It was a, it was a hot weekend uh, at the good old uh, youth baseball sports ballparks. Uh, circulating Mount Pleasant, Tennessee. Shout out to future listeners in Mount Pleasant, Tennessee. As a good old coy boy had a tournament. Uh, we didn't fare too well today. Pool play yesterday. We didn't fare too well either. Uh, it was hot. Uh, I'm not saying that was an excuse for the Tennessee futures. Because uh, guess what? The team they played, the teams they played, they they played under the same temperature that uh, the Tennessee futures did. Now, didn't they, Brandon? Usually both of them are playing in the same place. So, yeah, yeah, we haven't figured out how to social distance sports yet. I think you have to actually play against somebody else. So, hard not to, there yet. For any of you excuse makers out there, you can't use weather as one of them or, or temperature, to say the least, uh, when both teams are playing in the same conditions. I'll say that. Now, I will say this, as I'm no longer an athlete, I'm using my performance tonight, which I hope is at least up to par as an excuse because it is currently hot in the last Cassis, Tennessee, broadcasting the Matt and B show studio. I can tell you that right now. So we need to invest in an air conditioner in the last Cassis studios. Well, I'm in my garage, and I have a box fan, box fan staring at me, so maybe that'll help. How about that? Maybe it'll help. Maybe it will cool us down. But i tell you what didn't cool us down, the Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500. You've got to love all the names for all the races. Atlanta Motor Speedway, I believe, was the first – sporting event in the state of Georgia uh, since all the, the pandemic and all that jazz. Kevin Harvick takes the checkered, his 51st career win, and if I'm not mistaken, his first career win came at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Yeah, um, future NASCAR Hall of Famer, there's no way getting around it, who who beat out in the number two running, Kyle Busch, future NASCAR Hall of Famer. Here's a question for you, looking at the rundown. Yeah. The top, the top ten, okay? Mm-hmm. I've got, I've got four Fords. I've got three Toyotas, and I've got three Chevrolets. Tell me why it matters the manufacturer when all of them aerodynamically are made the same. I think it's all advertising now. I mean, they're well, all of course that correct answer. I just want to make sure that you sent me the correct answer. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, there's a reason they're called stock cars. They're and especially now versus back when, back in the day, you know, everybody is such on, is so much on the same page aerodynamically, all of that. I mean, everything's got to be in this box, and, and that's what it is. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not poo-pooing NASCAR here because there are 50 people at every one of these shops of these motor racing hubs who have engineering degrees that I will never be able to, to obtain. Do, do, do not get me wrong. I've just always been curious as a, you know, 20 years ago, the cars weren't so cookie cutter. So I, I really did feel like manufacturers, you know, it, there was a difference there, but nah, not anymore. In my opinion. Yeah. If you want to get into cookie cutter, you can get into cars being cookie cutter and tracks also being cookie cutter. Uh, the tracks being cookie cutters are probably more important, more of a sticking point to me, I should say, versus the cars being cookie cutter. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think a good race at North Wilkesboro would be uh, a good change of pace. Uh, for sure. South uh, Boston, maybe. South Boston, Virginia. No, nothing up north, man. It's NASCAR. Come on. 
Are you calling Virginia up north, huh? Yeah, I am. Oh, okay. When I hear Boston, I think up north. South Boston, Virginia. Not, 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 we're not talking Massachusetts. We're talking Virginia. I heard Boston. That's all I need to hear. Well, South Boston, that's a little different. A little different. Uh, when I hear also, Hampton, Tennessee, I've already excluded them because they're Yankees to me. <laughs> Matt, and I think uh, for the Matt and B show, we kind of buried the lead tonight. A uh, little interview for us coming up with uh, Coach Michael Dodgen of White County High School in Sparta, Tennessee, the leader of the well, I'll tell you what, I'll have to ask him what his name is. Are they the Lady Warriors or are they still the Warriorettes there in Sparta? Warriorettes, man. Warriors. They're still the Warriorettes. Okay. I know we've had some name changes in some places. So I just, uh, I grew up a warrior. So that, that's good to have the coach of the White County High School Warriorettes with us. Now, watch you, say, watch you say they're the Lady Warriors now just to make me look like an idiot. I'm okay with it if that happens. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm okay with that too. Somebody will be wrong. I just want to make sure I get the right one in there. Um, we'll go, go through some other quick news here before we bring in Coach Dodgen. Um, in some UFC news, looks like Conor McGregor has retired for like the seventh time or something like that. I saw if you're a UFC fan, he's a lot switch, baby. He's on and then he's off, <laughs> on and then he's off. And uh, in other news, this week for us baseball fans, the Major League Baseball 2020 draft is going to take place on Wednesday, so uh. Looking forward to that. I know it doesn't get the pub that uh, basketball draft or the football draft uh, will get, but uh, it's always interesting to see who's drafting who and potentially who's going to be coming up the farm system to the major leagues. Well, let me let me tell you tonight's trivia for you, Brandon. Yeah. Um, so MLB, have they got their collective heads together and ready to start the season yet? No, I was trying to think more of that today. Okay. So, has the National Basketball Association got their collective heads together and ready to start the season? They've got a date with Mickey and Manny July 31st, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so your trust is more with the NBA versus the MLB to see actual games, correct? Still not soon. I mean, we, we could get into that, you know, six, seven weeks from now. But still, at least there's a plan on the table. Okay, so you could at least say you're going to throw your hat in the ring of the NBA getting games rolling before the MLB at least, correct? I don't see how we can argue otherwise right now. Correct. So, with that being said, regarding tonight's match trivia, uh, when the MLB, if the MLB does not get their collective heads together and get it rolling, it's going to be 1994 all over again. So, let me tease match trivia. Tonight's trivia is going to be regarding the 1994 NBA draft. The NBA draft? Ooh, a little wrinkle for us. In honor of the NBA coming together and doing what is needed in this COVID crisis situation that we're all experiencing right now, and to have a little backwards smack across the cheap of the player MLB Players Association and the owners for not coming together and reminding them what 1994 actually was. Yeah, I believe 1994 was the first Jordanless year in the NBA, so it should be interesting to see how that uh, how that draft came to be. Well, there you go. All right, guys, we're going to take our first break here. We're going to bring you our interview with Coach Dodgen, and you'll catch that here on the other side, right here on the Matt and B Show. Welcome to the Matt and B Show. 
All right, guys, welcome back into the show. We're here with White County High School girls basketball coach Michael Dodson. And, Coach, we had a little discussion before you got on the air with us. Is it still Warriorettes there in Sparta? Or you it is. Uh, it's still the Warriorettes. They have still the Warriorettes. Boom. They haven't changed that yet. Right. They haven't changed that yet. So, boom. Still the Warriorettes. Well, I like it. I like it. And I'll go ahead and get this out of the way. I know you uh, have listened to the show before, Coach. Yeah. And uh, how bad does it bother you that Matt did not have you in our top five Mikes or Michaels? Uh, I don't know how he didn't put you on his uh, list. You know, sometimes you have short-term memory loss, and that hurts you a little bit. But, but you know, he, he just – you know, he, he's got he – it's hard to beat the ones that he had, though. You can't – I mean, at least you didn't have Michael Bird on there. Ooh, <laughs> shot over the bow. <laughs> Ooh, shot. Well, all right, all right, listeners. Since I done got thrown on the bus quick here. Full, full disclosure, we have already ran this interview once, and the audio was just bad. We don't understand why. So if it's bad on this end, this time, this second go around, we don't care. The content was good then. The content is going to get uh, be great now, so just bear with us. But it appears that old Coach Dodgen and old Brandon Rigsby over there uh, have developed some new content since this first interview that oh. we attempted to do. So I've yeah. been hoodooed here. Oh, keep everybody on the right. toes. Keep everybody on the toes. That's right. I'm Just for that, it. Matt, we'll let you get us started with our interview here with Coach. Well, no, just for that, in honor of Michael Dodgson, well, uh, next no, Friday probably will be the least favorite my parents that would put me on that list. So, so that, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Oh, that's that's the name of the beast right there, buddy. All right, a lot to get through here. Um, so much to get through here. Uh, we okay. got let's let's briefly start first. Um, Okay. Let's go team before we get into your daughter's uh, awesome commitment and signing. Let's go team first. It's team sport. Discuss your 2019-2020 basketball season and yeah. just go on and start in the buildup to the postseason because y'all had an epic run. And I'm not just saying that because let's just face it. Right. Going in in the district attorney, were y'all really done? Well, yeah, you know, we started out. Paper. Let's call it space. Uh, we, space. I think we had won. 10 or 11 in a row and then we lost to Macon County in in the uh, Sonic shootout finals uh no no and, and you know probably a shame for them that the season didn't get to finish no shame because in I, that. I really think they'd have won the double-a district title uh then we went out to Portland Oregon and played uh played in a big Nike tournament out there there was 48 other teams in it along with us uh most of the teams were from the Oregon area and California area uh, there was a team from Hawaii, uh, why you would leave Hawaii and go to Oregon is still beyond me, but I guess people would say, why would you leave Tennessee and go to Oregon? But, um, you know, we, we went out there and played and then we came back and, and we lost Mia Murray, uh, which was one of my starters for the rest of the year. She had blew her knee out in, in Portland and, and we, we struggled a little bit, uh, you know, once she went out to start. Uh, and towards the end of the year, we struggled. We just kind of hit a wall and then got in the district tournament. It was at White County, uh, which is not an easy gym to play in by no means. Um, and we got hot. 
uh, you know, we beat Warren County in the in the first round. Then we were fortunate enough to upset Stone in the district semis. And, uh, you know, we, we had a good game plan. We stuck with it and went with it. And, you know, kind of – and it's going to sound crazy when I say this, but we just kind of didn't really care how many points they scored. We were just going to try to outscore them and make the game as fast as we can make the game. And it benefited us towards the end of the game and towards overtime. And then we were able to beat Ray County in the district finals. Uh, and then had McMinn County in the region, beat McMinn County in the region. And then, of course, had to play Stone again. And and uh, they went inside a lot more with two big 6'2", 6'3", kids inside. And, you know, we just didn't have an answer for it. And uh, obviously, you know, they were a good basketball team. They were in the – you know, state semifinals and probably had a really legit shot to win a state title too uh, in class AAA. And, you know, they, their season got cut short. But we did. We had a good year. We won 23 games, um, you know, won a district title. And, you know, hopefully next year is, is better for us. Uh, we can keep stay away from the injury bug and, and just keep going and, and get better as the season goes on. Yeah. For the sake of, let me piggyback this, piggyback on that, Brandon. Right. For the sake of number one, not asking you the same questions as our first <laughs> interview go around that we attempted. Uh, you just you got my my coaching brain thinking. Going right. into that locker room after that game, I mean, I don't want to uh-huh. act like you won the state title when you beat uh, some Memorial. But to your point, loaded. Uh, I mean, come on. What was the demeanor of your kids after the fact? I mean, as soon as it, well, let's let's back that up. Well, as soon as that horn sounded, what was funny as soon as they was get I got stopped by the Upper Cumberland reporter, which is uh, they do a really good job in this area. Them and the UC Sports do a really good job of covering our kids, and so he asked me a couple questions, I guess, because he was on a deadline or the drive-through at McDonald's was getting ready to close. One of the two, um, so he had to get out of there really quick, but. uh I was shocked, honestly. I uh, went into the locker room, and they were all just kind of sitting there. And nobody was real, you know, overjoyed or excited. They were just sitting there. It's almost like they expected to do it, and they believed that they could do it. And it was just kind of like, okay, let's go get ready for the next one. Um, and I was shocked. Uh, to be quite honest, I, as a coach, I was kind of pissed. You know, because I expected to walk in and, and them be going nuts and crazy and you have to calm kids down. But it was just their demeanor. I mean, they just, you know, okay, what do we got to do next? You know, what's our next step? And, you know, for that senior class, since I've been at White County, that was the first time that they got to play in a district championship and get to host a region game, which, I mean, you guys know as well as anybody, when you can host that first round of the region game, that, that's that's a great home court advantage. Beyond huge, beyond huge, uh, in terms of the advantage, to say, to say the least. All right, so we hit on your team as well. We should. I mean, great again, great postseason run, coach. Uh, talk a little bit. I know she's your daughter, uh, but if you've got a Division One signee. I don't care if who she is on your squad as a coach. You need to talk about her. So, so briefly, tell us about. Uh, well, she, you know, she started out, uh, I guess, middle started kind of actively recruiting her when she was a freshman. 
Uh, and then the summer of her freshman year, she blew her knee out at uh, MTSU team camp. And uh, she uh, rehabbed really hard, came back her sophomore year, and she took an unofficial visit down the middle. I guess it was in October of her sophomore year. And, and Coach Hensel called her in, you know, to his office there before they had practice. And talked to her for a little bit about his expectations and what he wanted, and, and then he offered her. Um, and when he did, uh, me as a dad, I knew it was done. It was a done deal uh, because that's where she wanted to go. Um, as a coach, you kind of, you know, try to play the play the cards of it and, you know, make sure that's the right place for you. Is that, is that really where you want to go? And as soon as we got in the car and we're on our way home, you know, she was – she it was done. She didn't want to do anything else, didn't want to talk to anybody else. And uh, I think a lot of that had to do – and we've talked about this before with, with Abby uh, Sism, you know, at Cannon. When she was at Cannon then committed to Coach Hensel and went and played. And Gracie, you know, just grew up watching her play. And, and I think a lot of that along with the tradition. I mean, you know, you guys – both of you have been in that area and you guys both know, I mean – that program speaks for itself. I mean, it's, I, I, I would, I would say very, very accurate statement. Top 40. Um, is, that, is that not easy? To no, say? I, I think, I mean, in their aspirations, obviously it'd be top 25 and, and I hope you I know, get to the final it. four I and try to compete for a national championship. And absolutely. And, and the thing that I guess impresses me the most is, well, you're in, you're out. I guess It's the know, support that they have. I mean, it, it, you go to a ball game, and they, and I mean, they could be playing. Well, I mean, they really don't ever play anybody that's just absolutely horrible. Um, but you know, you you go when they play Tennessee, and there's you know twelve thousand people there. Uh, you go and they play Western Kentucky on a Tuesday night, and there's six thousand people there. And the crazy thing is, and, and both of you guys know this too. I mean, three fourths of the crowds for Barry. And I think that speaks volumes in itself, not only just because coach is from there, but I think it's the following that that's developed and happened there. And, you know, I mean, back when we played you guys this year at Siegel, I mean, there were, you know, four or five people there that had MTSU stuff on that just came to watch Gracie play just because she had committed. And, you know, they came down after the game and introduced themselves to her and, and everything like that. And that speaks volumes for your program when, not only you're playing at a high level, but you've got fans that are committed at a high level. Yeah, and Coach, you were uh, – we kind of held the same jobs at, at Tech while we were in school, and uh, I'm pretty sure you played at middle back oh, yeah. then when you were at Tech. Uh, the crowds then versus the crowds now since Coach Ensel's been there. Oh, it's, it's, it's 100%. At middle. I mean, I, I can remember, you know, when I was at Tech and, and we went down the middle play and – I mean, Tech would have more people there than, than Middlewood. Um, and, and a lot of that was Coach World's philosophy is the same. Like, you know, you go, get right, the, right. you go get the local kids that are going to put rear ends in the seats, and, and they, they do that. And, you know, and, and, and that's that, – I mean, it's great. You know, when, you're, when you see a lot of familiar faces in the crowd, it makes it a lot easier for kids – to make those decisions. And, you know, obviously coach Pencil's playing a top notch schedule too every year. And, 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 and that's the intriguing part for a kid. You're going to go play top level competition. I mean, 
you know, in years past, you know, they play, they play Kentucky every year. They play Memphis. They play people like that. They're just not going out and trying to find NAIA wins and, and be done with it. Yeah, I mean, you're going to play a, a good schedule. You're going to play teams in the SEC. Absolutely, that's just and, and not afraid of it. And that's that's the best thing is just not afraid to, to play that schedule. And, you know, uh, I know last year they went to a tournament where they played Gonzaga and people like that. And, and those teams are, you know, top 25 basketball teams. Hey, Brandon, if I may, if you, if you would have moved – uh, mute Coach Dodgen right here real quick. I know you've got some influence on, influence on the uh, Lady Raiders coaching staff. <laughs> I live like 12 minutes from uh, MTSU's campus, and I need some money. So if you would get uh, contact Gracie Dodgen, the newest recruit's uh, father, and say, you know, what about $1,500 a month? Shelly and myself would give her yeah. Write it down. Breaks. Noted. Noted. Yeah, there you oh, go. Sorry. Oh, you didn't you didn't mute him. Never mind. Right. Last one for me. Last one. All right. Twenty fourteen. You and I are working at the same place at Kennedy County High School. Was there a better No uh, and I and I and I'll even go back to the two thousand ten year. I think that that was you know, the first year that, that you went to the substate, uh, where we both went to the substate that year, and then in 14, we both got to host it that year. Um, it, it was, it was you can't explain it because people don't believe you. Uh, when you've got, and I'm talking about, you know, first-round region games, and we're having to sell pre-tickets and block seats off and, you know, things like that, just so the people that, that you and I had to take care of uh, like a Tim Spry or, or your wife, Shelly, um, to make sure that they got their seat. You don't, you don't experience that in high school basketball at most places. Um, yeah, the, the bleachers look like, yes. if I may, the bleachers look like, uh, absolutely. And, and the, uh, out, the at, hill yes. at Starwood, and, 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 you know, that year was so crazy because of the weather. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, at two o'clock, I think at you two and o'clock. I played, I played the region championship on the same night that you played the region semis, but we were at two different venues. I was at Cookville high school and you had to go down to Sequatchie County. Um, and so we both had to play on the same night and, you know, half of our crowd, which, I mean, and, Correct. And to be honest, it really hurt both of us that night because I had a really good crowd in Cookville and you had a really good crowd in Sequatchie County. And, and, that, and, and that probably speaks more volumes than anything was how many people both gyms had. Um, and, and no telling if, if the gym at Cannon County was a little bit bigger, uh, it would have it still been full. It wouldn't have mattered uh, because people – it meant something to people. Um, and you just don't, you don't get that in a lot of places anymore. I mean, I, we're pretty fortunate at White County. We get that at White County, you know, not in and not out. It's probably one of the, one of the tops. Uh, just Great because everybody's right on top Great of each other. Cannon, you know, Cannon had the unique situation. 
now we're and and because of your doing after after I left, you guys got bleachers in the end zones, which makes that atmosphere even better. But you know when when we were having to go get bleachers, not many places in the state of Tennessee have people that'll go to the baseball fields and grab bleachers and put them on the stage. <laughs> I don't really know how we got that cleared by the fire marshal or how that was ever safe, but it added, you know, it gave us enough seats to where we could host the games and, and it just made it a great unique setting and a great unique situation. And probably the best thing about it was your kids, the boys supported the girls and the girls supported the boys. It wasn't a huge division. And I think that's what made it even better. Because, you know, you had the McReynolds 100%. boys and I had the McReynolds girls and, and everybody was on the same page. No doubt. I, I would be remiss if we didn't get off air with you right now if I didn't bring that up. That was just a fun time in my coaching career. Uh, had to bring that up. That was. That, I hope that – why should it not have been a fun time in County Athletic. Well, it does you know, seem like a long time. Short lived history, mind you. Just because, you know, even that uh, year, I mean, your your guys were, I mean, you guys were well, really, really good. You had a good whole entire year. Uh, you know, it kind of, that run that we had at County County kind of reminded me a little bit of the run that we were on this year at White County, where, I mean, we went in as the five seed of the district tournament and, you know, Beat Smith County, beat Livingston, beat Cent- didn't get to finish the tournament, which may have worked out in our benefit in the long run. And then, you know, we beat Upperman, who we hadn't beaten all year, and then we were able to beat Central Magnet in the finals. And, I mean, it was just a crazy two-week run because not only were we on a good run, but you had to battle the weather every day. It was just the craziest stuff that we've ever dealt with. Yeah. Wow, you're fired. And I'll, I'm going to leave you this because we've taken up too much of your time. Always, coach. always. Brandon, do you have your pen? Are you ready to write this down? There will be a full show Absolutely. of Cumberland women's basketball done by us before this is over. With that being said, Coach, thank you. Appreciate you for getting on here. Brandon, Cindy, Cindy uh, you just messed it up already. Lady Warrior of the country. <laughs> oh. I know. That no, Coach, we appreciate it. Everybody, seriously, uh, if you want to catch a game this fall, and I'm going to say it, we're going to have ball this fall, uh, head over to Sparta, catch a game over at White County High School. You'll enjoy it. And uh, so, Coach, hey, we no appreciate problem. it. Thanks and for having me on, guys. season's coming up. All right, guys. Thank you. Welcome to the Man B Show. All right, guys, that was our interview with Coach Michael Dodge in White County High School. And as we have learned for sure, the Warriorettes there in Sparta, Tennessee. Um, just in case. Lady Warriors. Man, oh, well, Lady Warriors from Matt. We're going to say Warriorettes because that's what the coach said. Um, may have had a little audio issue there, but we're going to go ahead and let that fly. And I think it came through enough where everybody can hear that. Good interview there with Coach Dodge. And as always, we appreciate him coming on with us, Matt. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, I knew it would be. Uh, Mike's been a great friend of mine. Not a great enough friend to uh, in, include him in my top five, Mike or Michaels, mind you. But uh, he's had a great uh, coaching career here in Middle Tennessee, and uh, w- I wish him and his program uh, continued the best of luck. Yeah, absolutely. And I 
probably have to head over to Sparta sometime here this year and uh, catch a game. Catch a game. It's uh, been been a while since I've been to White County High School. So, ooh, I'll tell you one. That's a live broadcast for you. I'm sure it's on a Tuesday, Friday night where I can't be there. But a, a a good old Cookville High School versus White County High School would be a great little live uh, deal for us. That's a rivalry right there, son. That's a rivalry right there down the road from each other. Uh, I believe that's the uh, well. I don't know if it's what it's called, but I'm gonna call it the 111 rivalry. So it would have uh, to be if it has a name, does it not? I mean, come on. Well, you get into roads, and 111 actually goes to Spencer and not to Sparta. And anyway, that's a, it's, it's a. Thank you, Rand McNally. Yes, Rand McNally is here. And speaking of Rand McNally, we're going to hit you right with today's history of sports. Or as I usually call it, today in sports history. Apparently, we're just changing everything up today. I can't even talk. Um, Matt, all right. When we drop this episode, that will be what day? I'm going to go back to the Monday Moron that's coming up later. I've got to look at the bottom right-hand corner of my computer. It says June the 7th. Right, that's today. So when this episode drops, it will be. Oh, excuse me, June eighth. June the eighth. So usually I do this day in sports history for the day the episode drops. Um, so on this day, June the eighth, nineteen fifty-five, Matt, the Dodgers optioned Tommy Lasorda to the minors to make room on the roster for what future Hall of Famer? I'll give you a little trivia there. Nineteen fifty-five. Nineteen fifty-five sent future Dodgers Hall of Fame manager Tommy Lasorda to the minors to make for room for Hall of Fame player. Pitcher, yes. Pitcher. Don yes. Drysdale. You were close. Try the other one. The lefty. That guy. The lefty, Sandy Koufax. Wow. I was close. You were close. You were the same area. There's that's well, close. The front office made a pretty good call right there. I mean, come on. Yeah, I think even Tommy would say that's probably the right call to bring in Koufax. Um, also on this day, 1966, the NFL and AFL announced their plans to become the NFC and the AFC in 1970. So apparently they announced that plan for four years down the road to no longer be the AFL and NFL. Some interesting tidbit there. Uh, and we also mentioned earlier the Major League Baseball draft will happen this week. So, man, I've got a little this day in sports MLB draft for you. Ooh, hit me. <clears throat> On this day in 1965, the inaugural MLB draft, uh, the Kansas City Athletics selected this Arizona State University outfielder. Can you name him? In 65? In 65, the very first MLB draft. There is a 0% chance I would know. When I hear Arizona State, I hear a Bonds. But Bobby Bonds may have not went through Arizona State. I have no idea. <laughs> well, this show drops on a Monday, so at apropos, it would be Rick Monday, who was drafted as <laughs> no first number one overall pick, 1965, to the Kansas City Athletics. I like that. Uh, also, our beloved Bravos on this day in 1978 drafted Bob Horner with the number one pick. Worked out and well. Worked out well. And then on this, also this one, next one worked out well for him as well. This day in 2015, uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks with the first pick took Vanderbilt shortstop Danzy Swanson. That continues to play out to see. <laughs> continues to play out. 
And then one other one for sports. I've heard this story many, many times, and I just had to – I saw it on there. I had to put it up here. Uh, on this day in 1989, uh, the Pirates scored 10 runs in the first inning, which prompted their broadcaster, Jim Rooker, to say he would walk from Pittsburgh to Philadelphia if the Pirates lost this game. Phillies come back, beat the Pirates 15-11. to 11. Uh, at the end of the season, he did wait to the end of the season, but Jim Rooker walked from Pittsburgh to Philadelphia. Guys and girls, <laughs> it goes back to the Drew Brees comments that I made and everything else. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Everyone is in – say what you want to say, but once you throw it out there in the media, on air, in a live broadcast, whatever, you have to hold to it. So just simply don't say it. <laughs> it's easier that way. <laughs> but in his defense, he did hold to it and did do it. Uh, and also have my one non-sports-related day in history. This date, not in, excuse me, not 19. This day in 1789. Easy for you to say. Yeah, where were you on this day in 1789? Uh, James Madison introduced a, propo- a proposed Bill of Rights in the U.S. House of Representatives. As we all should be mindful of, especially in this time, should I say this? Should be mindful of, couldn't pass that one over, and that is your day in sports history. I like it. I like it. You missed one. You missed one. And again, I'm going to piggyback on the Monday Moron, but I promise I'll tie it all in at the end of the show. Are we just not going to forget that as we broadcast this today, June the 7th, today is Anna Kornikova's birthday? Oh. I missed that one. Yes. I yeah. Did so you one. always step on my trivia. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of it. <laughs> so I'm going to start throwing this day in sports right back at you. How about that big guy? That works. That works. And speaking of match trivia, wait a second. I think I see it. Yes, it is that time for match trivia. Uh, of course it is because that saves me <laughs> from saying other things about Anna Kornikova. This is a right. show. family show. Of course. Of course. So, I teased the trivia earlier, and how did I tease it? Do you remember? Uh, the, we were talking about 1994. What potentially could MLB revert back to if they don't get their crap together right now? Yeah, we could have no season, no World Series. Mm-hmm. Welcome, 1994 Major League Baseball. Well, again, who, who's got their stuff together? The National Basketball Association. So I said, I could go 1994 MLB draft as some type of inspiration for trivia. I was like, no, until they show me that they're ready to play games, that ain't going to happen. So we're going 1994 NBA draft trivia. Let me know when you're ready. Uh, Just now, ready. All right, right to it. Number one overall pick. Hit me. 1994 National Basketball Association Jerry West is the logo NBA draft. Who is it? Went to what team? So you need hints. Is that what I'm telling you? Well, who had the first pick in the draft? And what would it be easy? It would be too easy if I told you what college he was drafted out of. Milwaukee Bucks. I'll answer your first question. Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks, 1994. That was Glenn Robinson. Well done. All right. Bonus. Bonus point. What was his nickname? What's the big dog? All right, you suck. Moving on. 
Uh, okay. Well, no, 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 no. Who does his son currently play for, by the way? Glenn Robinson the third. Glenn Robinson Jr. is the third? Yeah, junior, senior, the third, 28th removed, <laughs> whatever. He has a son, uh, he's in the NBA. Who's he play for? That's a good question. I'm, he's probably multiple teams by now. Dr. J. Oh, he plays for the Sixers. He plays for the 76ers, of course. Okay. Well, you got one wrong out of that, so I, 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 I guess I don't have to keep digging there. I tell you what, we played we played AU basketball one year, probably around nineteen ninety four, and uh, this guy picked number thirteen for the big dog, Glenn Robinson. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Say that again. Do what now? Well, we played AAU basketball one year, and we got to pick our jersey numbers, and this guy picked number thirteen. Ooh. Well, if I knew that, if I remembered that, I wouldn't have just put one on the tee for you. I didn't know you were a big dog fan. I was then. When he played at Purdue, I was I was a big fan. Well, he, he was a hell of a college basketball player, to say the least. And, hey, he had a great NBA career. He did. Now, now, this, this is a tidbit now. that This was new for me to learn. This is no trivia question. He holds – he still – it still stands. He holds the rookie record contractually. He signed a 10-year, $68 million contract. That still holds as the largest contract – for a rookie. Now, the reason why that still holds is the next year the NBA came together and put a salary cap on rookies. Interesting tidbit there. Yes, thank you, Big Dog, for ruining it for the rest of them. That's probably what the rest of the players are saying, to say the least. All right, moving on. From the Big Dog. How many mem- – tell me the Fab Five. Well, you know what's the Fab Five, Brandon? Fab Five, we're talking uh... – Who's five five? Michigan. Oh, we're talking Michigan. Okay, yes. we're not talking like the Beatles or something like that. No, well, I couldn't have told you there were five members of the Beatles. It's sports <laughs> trivia. Okay, it's not a music trivia. How many members of the Fab Five were selected in this nineteen ninety four draft? Four. Four. Okay, divide that by two. What do you get, math major? Two. Two. Remember, Chris Weber uh, opted out early to be drafted. But in 1994, Juwan Howard went fifth overall to the Washington Bullets. And a last dance tie-in, Jalen Rose went to the Denver Nuggets, 13th overall. Pretty good squad there, Michigan. Been interesting to see if they'd stayed all four years. Yes. Uh, 0 for 2 in titles, if memory serves. Are, are you ready to call it? Do you need to call a timeout? Yeah, timeout. T.O.? Yes, call T.O. Man, that's just terrible. All right, here we go. Uh, how many SEC players were drafted? Now, keep I, I'm putting this crap on a tee for you. You don't have to say names. or There's no recall here. All you got to do is throw out numbers. How many SEC players were drafted in rounds one and two in 1994? Eight. You better, I was about to say you better think low. How about three? Is that not great? A little bit. Let's go Rodney Dent from Kentucky, 31st overall. Charles Claxton, and it's crazy. Man, these Brandon, these these names just bring yeah. back so many memories. Charles Clarkson plays at Georgia, exactly fiftieth yeah. overall. Wesley Person, brother of the Rifleman, out of Auburn, twenty third overall. Went to Phoenix. Uh, yeah, he did. Okay. All right. 
Only one player with State of Tennessee ties were drafted in 1990. Was drafted, excuse me, in 1994. Name him. If you get this one, the show's over. The show's over. I quit. Find yourself another co-host. No clue. No clue. I can safely say I watched him play personally at TSU. Carlos Rogers from TSU went 11th overall to the Supersonics. And that's probably the last time we heard of Carlos Rogers. Pretty much. Heck of a player, though. Back then, though, it was uh, – well. TSU had a couple of good years there. Yeah, a couple of years before – you know, you had Carlos Rogers a couple of years before that. You know, Murray State's coming to town, OVC, Popeye Jones, the Rainies out of Murray State. It, it was a great league back then. It really was. And I never missed a home game. All right. Last, last question. Mm-hmm. And then I got to follow it with a little tidbit of facts here. What former college football national championship winner was also drafted in 1994? Charlie Ward. Now, that gummit, Brandon, I didn't pose it as Heisman Trophy winner. I tried to throw you off by college national <laughs> championship winner. He picked one I knew. That was it. Okay. Went to the Knicks, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you done okay. How about that? You done okay. Charlie Ward, Ward, yes, went to the Knicks. He actually started the 1999 NBA Finals. He played nine seasons. Charlie Ward had a great career. He, he really did. Now, for, his back, for his backup career, because he was, I mean, starting quarterback at Florida State when Florida State was in their heyday. Yes, and did not sniff to be drafted by any any franchise in the National Football League. Is that not crazy a little bit? Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I think now would be interesting if he'd come out today. All right, so let me give you all this one. The 1997 Eastern Conference Finals against the Miami Heat with the Knicks. And I, I'm reading, so don't act like I'm – nobody think I'm coming up with this on my own. But I, I found this to be interesting, and I want to share it with our listeners. With the Knicks holding a 3-1 series lead. Okay, folks, this is why you keep your cool during adversity to any of you youngsters out there listening in athletics. Ward tried to box out P.J. Brown. When he tried to get inside after the free throw shot, Brown became frustrated, then retaliating, retaliated by lifting Ward up and body slamming him. This caused a bench-clearing brawl to ensue after Miami won the game 96-81. Patrick Ewing, John Starks, Larry Johnson, and Allen Houston. You're talking about a core of the Knicks there right there, aren't you, Brandon? Yes, sir. And Ward himself were suspended by the NBA. Ewing, Houston, Johnson, and Starks left the bench during the brawl which I, I got a question as a coach why all of those were not on – at least two of those were not on the floor at the same time, which was mandatory cause for suspension according to NBA rules. Brown was suspended, suspended for the rest of the series. Ewing, Ward, and Houston were suspended for game six, and Johnson and Starks were suspended for game seven. How do you think the end of that series ended up for the Knicks, Brian? <coughs> and lost game six and seven to Miami. Uh, 95-90 and 101-90, respectively, failing to advance to the Eastern Conference Finals. Not not surprising. If you're a star player, if you're a player at all, how about you just not leave the bench? More of the story there. That's it. That's it. You know, you can't leave the bench, and I think we saw that. Uh, was it Kansas and Kansas State? Ooh, earlier, oh. in the, earlier in the year, just brutal. 
That was awful. Uh, of course, you didn't get you got Malice in the Palace. You have all those, and it's just no, guys. You just stay on the bench. I don't care what's happening. Just just stay on the bench. This story tells you exactly that. Well, it should, because that's what you should do. <laughs> All right, guys. Sounds like that was Matt's trivia. And as always, I think I won that round. Um, uh, it says who? No, I was looking at the scoreboard. It was a lot. Yeah. yeah. Carry the one. Yeah, I won that round. Won that Dude, round. you said 28 people, 28 kids from the Fab Five got drafted. That math doesn't even work. You lost. I didn't say 28 from the Fab well, Five. That's what I heard over here. Just saying. Uh, you hear exponentially then. Because I, I just – anyway. We'll agree to disagree. And we have the right to do that. So that's – we can do that. Well, hell, it is our show. It is our show. We can do what we want, dadgummit. And speaking of what we want, as always on Monday, we like to identify a moron – the Monday moron. And I believe with that, Matt has his Monday moron. Well, I'm not proud to admit this one. Uh, would any, Brandon, I guess I'm speaking only to you. Would you like to guess who this, when I say I'm not proud, who the Monday moron might be? Uh, let's see. Um... I'm going to go with Governor Ned McWhorter. That's going to be the most random thing where we will hear all day. How about not Governor Matt? Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Morons on me, brother. It's me. I own it. I have to. June the 2nd was my anniversary. Uh-oh. Yeah. Completely forgot it. Completely forgot it. Completely forgot it. I have no lie to tell. I have no excuse. I so, is it, it. wait a second, wait a second. I just, I'm just going to stop you here. Are you going to make me say it again? Is this is this why I keep hearing about the four-letter word? For, which four-letter word? Uh, P-O-O-L? No, 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 no. My, no? my okay. gorgeous wife took it like a champ. No. Oh, okay, okay. Now, there's, <clears throat> it's just remorseful on my end that I have to call myself the Monday moron here. I mean, she took it like a champ. Shelly, kudos to you. I love you. Percussions. No. Shelly, my gorgeous wife, took it like a champ. Uh, There was no uh, gun to my head. You have to be the Monday moron. No. But sometimes in life. I didn't say that. I just asked if this is why you're getting a pool now. Well, nobody said we're getting a pool. We're in talks. Oh, <laughs> is is this MLB negotiations we're talking about here? What was was well, it? Was... even after my stupid self can rem- can forget our anniversary <clears throat> number thirteen? By the way, she and I can still have contractual negotiations regarding getting a pool. I mean, come on! All right, I just saying I I didn't know this information, and I've my first thought was the the pool information, the potential. No, you didn't just, know this information because it's not it's it's just simply something I'm not proud of and it's not something I'm gonna broadcast about because I felt terrible. Now I feel like I need to continue to well, own up and face the music. You're gonna be broadcasting to hundreds of people tomorrow. Well, I I'm comfortable theaters. doing that now, Brandon. You're not listening to me. I okay, screwed cool. up. All right. In my defense, which Following I have your none, sword. Okay. I, I have none. 
our anniversary is June the 2nd. I could not even told you the calendar had rolled over to June. Just idiot. That's all I got to say. More you know would be more. Do you know what year it is? It's 2020. I don't think anyone can ever forget what year this is. Oh, by my, by my math, it's 2154, and we're on Pandora. So, this is true. So, I chalk myself up as the Monday moron. It's all on me. I own it. I was wrong. Completely forgot my anniversary. Blake Snell, I still hate your comments, but I hate my lack of oversight just as much. <laughs> uh, I think that's a, a topic for for Facebook, Matt, or for email. Tell us the most moronic thing you have done during the pandemic. No, no, no. Uh-uh. No, no, no. You don't forgetting, hear the moronic. Forgetting an anniversary is one thing. Somebody's going to hit back on Facebook with running down like the street naked or something. No, that that may go down a dangerous road. Oh, they're going streaking down to the quad and all that Into stuff. the gymnasium. Into the gymnasium. This would be great. So, in all, all right, seriousness, okay. in all seriousness, I wear that. I own that. I'm an idiot. Monday, moron. It's all me, guys and girls. It's all me. Well, we appreciate you following your sword like that. Getting a pool. You know, making reparations for that. It's, I know. didn't say we're getting a pool. I said we are in contractual negotiations. Negotiations. Okay, okay. So there's probably a, there's some jewelry involved with the pool. And then there's a trip involved when you can travel. I'm just thankful she's a strong woman and she took it like a champ. That's all I'm saying. Now, on a lighter note, this is a this is a social media Monday moron. But that gummit, it's funny, but I gotta share it. Are you ready? Go for it. All right. So I'm a nerd. I'm in this Facebook uh, group that has like seventy thousand people in it. It's it's called All Baseball Cards All the Time. It's where people get on there and buy and trade baseball cards. Yeah, I'm a nerd. Whatever. I love my baseball cards. So somebody posts a picture of Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. And this is what it says, Brandon. Discussion. Love them or hate them, most hate. What is your opinion of what Mac and Sammy did for baseball? Try and leave out the roid black cloud and just think back to 1998. Now, what are they referring to when it comes to roid? Steroids. Steroids. Okay, are you ready to have a giggle? Just a second. If if when this drops and you're driving Wait, the blue, is cookie, it a is it an old picture of them in uniform from '98 or is it a current picture of Sammy Sosa and Mark? This is this is 1981 Michael Jackson. So that's the best way I can put it. Okay. I was going to say. I'm sorry. That's if you have if you haven't seen it, you've got to look up a current picture of Sammy Sosa. Sammy's getting a lead off from Mark McGuire's first base. All right, so. <laughs> Oh, me. I've got to share this. All right, so we'll call him Steve responds with, people are getting on here. Oh, they say baseball was roids. It don't count. Yada, yada, yada. Steve responds with, people have sex with Viagra. That doesn't mean you still don't cheer after it's over. So Big Steve doesn't care whatever enhancements you need to hit bombs or do other things. Hey, How about that? Steve knows the one rule, though. Well, I think Steve also has. You know, you know the rule, though. You know the one rule he knows. What's the rule? 
chicks dig the long ball. Well, they try, that's true. Steve also should know that he has let everyone else know that he may take pills along the way. <laughs> hey, everybody needs something a little extra every once in a while. Don't Good know. God, you've got to love social. As much as you hate social media, you got to love it. I had to share. I'm sorry. Uh, my, my, my PSA for the day, folks, social media is not real. It is not real life, but it can be funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you have to take social media as a simple face value. Yes, I'm one of those guys who has read a a something post, and I've, I spent 10 minutes in my head hammering out how I would respond, and then I've spent another seven minutes with my thumbs just going to town on that response. And then the next five minutes, I've just hit delete. <laughs> but you showed them. You showed them when you were texting. Oh, me. <laughs> hey, on that, on that note, on that note, since you, you give off your nerddom of your love for baseball cards, which we share uh, and have shared for, for quite a while, uh, I think I have a segment for us next Monday. Uh-oh. Breaking um, news. Breaking news. So I'll throw this out there. How about we, we'll, we'll post this something on Facebook here for the next week. We'll, we'll do that here in the next day or two. Take a picture or tell us your favorite baseball card ever or the, your favorite baseball card that you own. Or if and you're, like, pretentious and petty like me, you're most valuable. Or your most valuable, either either or, whatever is important to you. Either way, um, let's talk a little shop, a little hobby, a little baseball card. And if that's something you bought last week, if that's something you have from the 50s, 60s, 70s, or the tremendous 1987 tops that everybody has, um, you know, let's talk a little cards, talk a little baseball cards. And, and we can even branch out if you want. We'll talk basketball, football, if you have a, spe- a favorite there. Um but yeah, I think let's let's post that on the show account if we could, and we'll uh, we'll share that and say, hey, what you got? Well, back back to my nerd real quick because you uh, you threw that at me and I wasn't prepared. The only true reason I got back into baseball cards, I can't say I've got back into it. I am oh nothing like we were. No, we for sure not. No, 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 no. Is my kids are now getting old enough. My sons are getting old enough to kind of, you know, watch a, watch a guy on TV. You know, back when baseball was played on television. Oh, those were the days, yes. Yes. And, uh, oh, man, Dad, I like that. Look at his swing. Look, look at the play he made. I'm like, okay, you know, I'll grab your card or whatever. So, you know, anything that can relate, you know, me to my sons. So, back to your favorite card, I was joking. It doesn't have to be your most – expensive, you know, cost-wise or whatever, or price-wise or whatever. Uh, man, something that just relates to you, you know, you to your son, you to your daughter, uh, you to your wife, whatever. Uh, that That's a neat idea on you, Brandon. Yeah, I mean, if you have an autograph card or if you just have just a card in general, uh, I mean, I'll share one of mine. My, my favorite player growing up was, is, was Dale Murphy. Uh, play for the Braves, and I have a Dale Murphy rookie card that is probably worth 20 bucks, but it's probably one of my favorite cards that I have. No doubt. That's your guy. That's your guy. Okay. And, 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 okay, to fairness here, again, because you, you threw this on me, 
It doesn't have to be baseball cards. Let's go NFL. Let's go NHL. Let's go NBA cards. Yeah, and then I'm I'm a little uh, a little selfish. If you take a little picture and comment to that picture on our on our post, let's uh, let's see them. I like I like to see those cards if you have them. That'd be pretty cool. And we may make an offer at trying to purchase them if we truly like them. How about that? We could, and we'll try to post some of ours as well on that page. How about that? Uh, you hold me to that. <clears throat> All right, guys. I think we had a good show. Um, if you have anything you want to send us, email us as always, the Matt and B show at gmail.com. And I think I buried the lead as far as availability on the show, Matt. We have a new place where you can listen to the show. Uh, do you have a heart or something? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah iHeart, iHeart Radio, and the iHeart Radio app, you can find the Matt and B Show there with all your other favorite podcasts, but of course we are your favorite podcast. You can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, as well as many other podcast outlets. Uh, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, all those things. Matt, anything else you got for the little good listeners today? All right, listeners, um, number one, we are forever thankful. Uh, Brandon, hit that up on the show via Facebook. Um, we How thankful we are. Uh, keep it up for us, please. Not for us, just hopefully for you because you like what you're listening to, I guess I should say. But here, here's coming down the pike right here. We are approaching 1,000 listeners. And uh, – Hit us up at the Matt and B Show at gmail.com. Y'all should know all this by now. Facebook, Twitter, it's it's the Matt and B. Just if you need to find us at the Matt and B, it's that simple. Um, what do you want to see us do or don't do? And yes, our clothes should be on and it should be appropriate. It's a PG 13 show. Uh, when we hit a thousand listeners, because it's going to be a huge thing for us, I'm not going to lie. But it, 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 it needs to be something that is in thanks to you guys because uh, without you, there is no Matt and B. It's that simple. And uh, a thousand listens is, is a big thing to us, yes. But uh, tell us what you would like to see. I, I'm not going to throw any ideas out there. I'm not going to throw any examples out there because I want you to use your imaginations and tell us. No, nothing stupid, nothing quirky. Um, Let's let your minds wander, and let's see what y'all hit us back with. How about that, Brandon? That sounds good, Matt. We'll be waiting to hear on those. And until then, tune back in with us on Friday. Matt, that brings back the Friday Five. And surely you remember what our five is going to be this Friday. Well, I did not remember my anniversary. So <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's let's just skip that with the Monday moron mad here on this Monday. <laughs> but this Friday, your top five TV dads to celebrate Father's Day next weekend. Uh, we'll have that up on the show page as well to get your thoughts on your top five TV dads. Um, I believe Bill Cosby was floated back on Friday's show. Nah, uh, that was yeah, whatever. Moving on. <laughs> With that being said, we'll catch you Friday, guys, right here on the Madden B Show. Goodbye, everybody.